This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Hi, listeners. It's lovely to be with you again, our dear friends. And it's good to have Glynis Campbell with us. Um, she was with us last week as well. And if you missed that, I really want to urge you to get back to the podcast and to go and listen to that. Um, as I got a lot of, we got a lot of wisdom, pearls of wisdom from Glynis last week. And we continue this week to talk more about um, a healing community and the people that you need for safe community and what is important. But Glynis, you also um, do trauma counseling. Can you tell us about the role of safety when people go through trauma, you know, especially with a pandemic, many people experience trauma of those when you are ill or when you might be ill. Oh, there are just so many things that are traumatic in the lives we live now and also with the crime situation. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Mm. Yeah, hi. Um, yes, well, look, I've been doing trauma counseling for a long, long time. It's more trauma debriefing because, um, you know, people who have gone through some sort of trauma, especially, you know, uh, depending on the level of trauma, um, that that uh, people have, you know, you know, then as after a trauma, obviously you're not feeling safe. So it's very important to try and, and, and get them back to feeling that safety, which I always say to them, take sometimes up to four to six weeks to start feeling normal mm. after an abnormal situation. Mm. But the, the the type of trauma, obviously, in the last, since lockdown, is, is, is a, kind of a very different type of trauma where people are feeling vulnerable, they are feeling isolated, they are feeling... Um, yeah, they they just could be social creatures, and they're not being uh, being able to connect with people. Um, and just you know, like this, just before this, I was talking to a lady who hasn't actually been out of her house since mm. lockdown because Whoa. she's just and um, you know, just to have a voice to talk to, mm. and, and um, you know, they start feeling anxious, uh, fearful. And all these things is try and rationalize, rationalize and allow them to feel, no, it's actually okay. Uh, what you're feeling is, as I said, normal of, um, in an abnormal situation. Mm, mm. Um, so, yes, in that situation, yeah, um, the, it, it's to try and get them to feel it, feel safe. And mm. obviously to to point them to Jesus, to tell them that he's with them, he's for them, and, and you know that they're not alone, yes. um, even though they do feel alone. Yes. And yeah, I'm also aware of, of trauma and that uh, you, we can get large trauma, which they call the big T, and they can, you can get less trauma, which they talk about the small T. And a trauma is anything or any situation where you feel out of control. Um, so there could be a major thing like um, it's totally out of your control that a loved one got COVID and that they passed away. That is very, very traumatic, mm. a, a very big T. I was thinking about situations where they're in hospital, you can't see them, mm. uh, where they actually pass away, you can't mourn, family cannot get together. It's really ongoing trauma, mm. right? Yeah, that that is really the big T's uh, mm. that we are experiencing because of the pandemic, and uh, and then you can get small T's like um, 
your girlfriend, your boyfriend, or uh, you, the, you bump the car, or you know, it's it's not mm. such a very big thing, but still, it is trauma. And it is not as if you experience one trauma and then it disappears and then you experience the next one. Then one trauma builds on the previous one mm. and it's, it's cumulative. Mm. Mm, because the big T is That's almost like a root, hey, where all the other small traumas link onto Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's that is actually what happens, especially like when you know, like like when you do a big, like as you said, a big T with a like a trauma, like let's say a hijacking or something, mm-hmm. when people's lives are threatened and they feel their lives are threatened, um, and and often it it triggers other traumas that are, that maybe where also they felt un, out of control and mm-hmm. all sorts of things. And exactly. it's very important in those situations to try what we call as to to normalize the guilt because often they feel guilty. Mm-hmm. Uh, they should have or they shouldn't have and why did they and maybe and, and all those kind of things and to get them to understand that the you know, that they um that they can move on and they, they there is life after a trauma. Mm. Because mm. and some of the trauma is like I was saying to this lady this morning, it's more grief related mm. than, than even trauma. I mean she lost three people wow. uh, recently. Okay, one was to one was to uh, uh, COVID, but the other two were different reasons. Mm. But all all trauma related. Yes. But, but it's also there's a grieving in the yeah. in the midst of the aspect trauma. of grief. Absolutely, and you know, Glynis, um we often um, many people who struggle with addictions listen to our program as well. And I really, um, I'm thinking about trauma for families and friends of people struggling with addictions and for those struggling with addictions themselves because it's mm-hmm. often ongoing situation. It's out of control. There's nothing you can do. These things, you know, if I think of partners of maybe porn or sex addicts, um, that their partners act out and immediately their safety is affected and they, it's, their, it's the person that they need to trust the most. Um, that that maybe admitted now that they looked at porn and and, and uh, so can you talk a little bit more about safety yeah. in in these situations and what these people face? Yeah, well, I can even say with myself being married to an alcoholic all those years, mm. um, you you know you never know what to expect. So it's like you're living in kind of a different like a like a war zone. Mm. You never know if you walk in and start throwing things around? Is he going to walk in and be calm? Is he going to walk in and be sober? Is he going to walk in and be... My my my, my ex-husband was addicted to um, not only alcohol, but he was addicted to cough mixture. Mm. So when he was taking cough mixture, with which has small amount of alcohol in, and, and he was addicted to the codeine, he was really calm. Mm. Then suddenly, he, he didn't want, then it, it, so it was you never... You never feel safe. Mm. You never know what's going to happen, and 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 for people in that situation, they need someone that they can talk to, someone that they can uh, they feel comfortable with, because often um, they're not talking about it because sometimes they they don't know what to do. You mm. feel helpless. You mm. feel helpless because do you leave the situation? Do you stay in the situation? What do you mm. do? Is your life your life? I mean, some and for me, my life was threatened mm. many, many times. Um, and I, I do know in my situation, but when he actually, when the 
when he disappeared, he did, in my, my situation, he just disappeared and that was the end of it. I I, re- I hadn't realized how I was holding myself together so well. I actually thought I was going to have a breakdown. Mm. All of a sudden, it was peaceful. Mm. And and it's so to and to have the right people around you just to um, to help you to pick up the pieces and feel safe. Mm. Mm. And that's often um, when people have the breakdown when they're safe. Yeah. Then they can relax, and that's when they feel. And that's when, that's when fall they fall apart. apart. And, mm. and I remember crying out to God and say, "I feel like I'm falling apart now." Mm. And and God just it, he just gave me peace. It just was such a restoration, mm. and I picked up the pieces and obviously started moving on. I had three children that was I was obviously responsible for, but uh, I, it's for people in uh, who are the, the the partners of people in addiction. Mm. It is very, and it's it's difficult because they they keep promising they're going to stop, mm. Mm. and then mm. you start, and then they're very nice. Mm. And then all of a sudden they switch again. Yeah, and you believe and them because you really you, want you, to believe them just to be disappointed again and again mm. and again, mm. right? Yeah, and eventually you've got to realize, you know, like I think you said the other time, you know, because I prayed and I prayed and I prayed. But you know what? It's a choice. And in this case, it, 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 every time he came out of a rehab, a week later, he was exactly back where he started. Mm. And I realized, you know, it, we, we, God has given us a choice. Mm. Mm. And um, some people just choose not to. Mm. Mm. Sure, yeah. It really seems like the person who is the victim um, needs a safe space, needs a safe mm. community. And the person who is actually the addict also needs those that are sometimes caught out but who have come to admit that they have a problem need a safe space. But let's talk about that after the break, uh, Glynis. So, Glynis, you were talking about the struggles you had as a wife and of an alcoholic, and that reminded me of the Al-Anon groups. And I just want to tell our listeners, you might, some of you might not be aware of that, there are many of these healing mm, communities mm, you can mm. find online or maybe um, at a church group. You just need to look online for a Al Anon. That's friends and family members of um, of alcoholics. And then you also get ACA, adult children of alcoholics. Mm. Um, I was part of groups like that before and it helped me greatly. And um, I felt the Lord wanted me to be in a group like that. And I've, I was really struggling. I said, Lord Jesus, I've done so much counseling. I've. Is it really necessary for me in a group like that? And I experienced that he was leading me. Now, those groups are not Christian, but they use the 12 steps. Mm. And many of those groups, there are Christian people in those groups. And I found it was very helpful for me. And um, Glynis, you told me in the break that you were also part of a group like that. So what did you find helpful in a group like that? Um, I find, you know, because we all, all the people in the group are going through similar situations. Whether you know, I've been in also what is known as a, a it's not called Al Anon, but it's a GA group, which mm-hmm. is also for people who have family members who who are gambling, mm-hmm. which is another big big problem today. Because I had a family member who was, and but I find in the groups, 
you are able to relate to the people and hear this, how they are handling things, mm. which also helps you to, well, number one, know that you are not the only one going through all this, but also to be able to um, hear from them, okay, but that's a good idea, but that this way or that way. So it, it just gives you a little bit of more wisdom mm. and, mm. Uh, and uh, to know how to move forward and also exactly. and sometimes to, to connect with one or two people and to you know to uh, you know like just get phone numbers and say mm. okay you know um you know can i give you a call you can give me a call um um if you you know if you if you're not coping or i'm not coping mm. and we can just chat you know, that kind Perfect. of thing. Exactly. And also people get coping strategies, mm. ways to yes. cope. They get slogans. They get ways to handle the problem and not to handle the problem. Mm. That is very helpful. And, mm. yeah, and you don't feel so alone, yes. you know, because you're feeling, oh, my gosh, how am I, you know, you don't feel so alone. Mm. And that's important. Mm. And, of course, there are really, as you mentioned, uh, GA Gambling Anonymous, and uh, you can add a number of things, SA. A, a, S, a, Just tell people what it stands for. Well. Sex, yeah, sex Addicts Anonymous and uh, uh, Sexual uh, uh, Anorexia. Um, yes. And N, A, uh, Narcotics, Narcotics Anonymous. So, over, so, overeating is also another overeating one. Overeating Anonymous. N, A, Narcotics is another one. There's a lot of them. And I'm also part of a group that is COSA, Codependence of Sex Addicts, when Frederick was struggling with porn. And um, okay. we, are, we have an extremely, a, a wonderful healing community of about 12 women online. And there are many other groups like that. And then, of course, also mm. Celebrate Recovery that's more Christ-centered. Mm. But those groups can be very, very helpful. And, of course, also just like a Bible study group. But then to get a group where people wouldn't start fixing each other, blaming each other, where people can really be mm. confidential where people are not going to get judged, those mm, things are mm, so important. Mm, mm. And, and I think what is very, very important for me as a Christ follower, Suki, was to pray and ask God to take me to the right group mm, mm-hmm. and uh, allow yes. him to make the changes in my life. Mm. And, uh, and, and that is what I needed to do because I tried very hard by myself to solve my own addiction. Mm. And... Um, it was only after I started reaching out mm. and started getting help from the outside that God put into place that the real healing and the safety and, and the restoration could start mm. taking place. That brings me to some of the people that we need um, in this journey that we embark on. Um, no matter where you are from, no matter what your hurt, hang-up or habit or addiction – there are certain people that we need in our lives. and in a uh, restoration journey. Mm. We're all on mm. a restoration yeah. journey. Hey? Mm. So, yeah, we, yeah. Mm. so Glennis, what are the people that uh, you said that you really need um, in your restoration journey? And that you had also at the, the groups like sponsors and so on. Mm. Look in our group, uh, you know, as we start um, in in, uh, in 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 the groups, especially like with Celebrate Recovery, we 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 start after we've been there a couple of weeks, so that people are starting to know each other a little bit. We encourage them to find an accountability partner, um, someone who they they can uh, they can they can uh, bounce off what 
as as they're going through the healing process, someone that's better accountable to, mm-hmm. because often you know you're going through stuff and you get stuck, and and just by talking about it, first of all, I find by talking about it, it already breaks mm-hmm. something. I mean, that's the girl I was telling you about with uh, last week with the with, with the eating disorder. The moment. She went once she was a little she was got his healing, but the moment she would start feeling that she was slipping, um, she would say to me, Glynis, I feel there's a problem. The moment she did that, it's like something broke. Mm. And mm. um so I believe because it's she was speaking it out and uh, it seems to lose its power. Yeah, it's like what the but, Bible says, you bring it out into the light. Isn't that so? Correct. And uh, correct, yeah, the correct. truth will set you free. You come out and you yeah. talk to someone, you connect with someone. Hey? Mm, mm. Yes, so very important to have an accountability accountability partner, someone who you can, um, uh, and it could be that, uh, someone, it could be just a friend who you trust. I know in our groups there were one or two that actually made friends that they did, and now they're still friends. Mm. And um, after the group, and they're walking you know, they, they're keeping yourself accountable. Mm, and mm. But as we're going along in, in, in our healing process, it's important to get a, someone, a sponsor, who's, pos- who's been through the process and, mm. who, or, and who is already, um, um, I can't say completely healed. Healed is, uh, mm-hmm. but, yeah. but, but Steps someone, before who, you. Yeah. someone who's there for you, who you can gain, um, who's going to walk alongside you, mm, um, mm. you know, whoever it is. Again, someone you who, who you can connect with and about it's about trust. Mm, mm. And, you know, the sponsor has uh, needs to have certain characteristics. Um, they, they cannot be somebody that is new in, in, the, in the restoration journey and um, they need to have worked the 12 steps. Um, you know, yes. the 12 steps we use in, in, in just about all the fellowships mm. are based on the AA 12 steps. Or maybe have experience of the problem that you have and they've gone mm. through that. Mm. And that's mm. what it was Glynis was saying. You were saying that it's somebody that has gone through the process, mm. that knows mm. where you are. And that can also see the loopholes that you are trying to jump through. Mm. Um, because, and you know, as an addict, uh, I always say that um, sex addicts or maybe even all the addicts are very smart people. They know mm. how to mm-hmm. jump through the loopholes. <laughs> and uh, you need the sponsor to say, no, that is not the right thing to do. Um, you are busy slipping. Um, you need to take a step back. You need to pause and you need to see what is busy happening in your own life to to make them aware of the realities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yes, because because um, they know that when you know, and I think it's so important that uh, that's why if you've got someone who's really done it, that 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 person uh, they're saying, oh my gosh, they they. they this is what's happening. And they can phone that person and mm. say, you know, I'm feeling like I want to go and have a drink. I'm feeling like I want to go and gamble. Mm. I'm feeling this is what I'm feeling. And they're bringing it out into the open mm. and that person will say no and, 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 and just come alongside them mm. and even say, well, let, let's meet for a coffee or let's talk it through. And to, Dane comes back to not knowing that, not being alone. Mm. 
because it's in isolation that you start slipping back. Mm. Yes, it's so important. Mm. Mm. And just to come back to that accountability partner, uh, you know, sometimes we think an accountability partner is almost someone like a policeman. Um, that could be mm. what some people may be thinking. And that's not what it is. This is not what mm. we are talking about. We are talking about mm. somebody that can, th- that can come walk alongside you, um, that will help you mm. in your restoration and recovery journey, mm. and that will help you to build you up and not somebody that will drag you down mm. back into mm whatever uh, struggle that you were having. Yeah, Frederick, I was thinking about the coin. Many years ago, I learned about this. Someone that can do both sides of the coin. The one side is the justice part, and the other one is the love part, Mm. the love and the grace part. So the justice could also be the truth one. Mm. So someone that can speak the truth in love. Mm. Um, that's what you need for that kind of person. Yeah, because you have to be firm. You can't, that accountable person that has to be firm. Right. They can't, you know, when a person's saying, well, you know, but I, but they have to be firm, but as you say, in love. Mm. You ha- uh, mm. you, that's, that's really, really important, that they still feel loved uh, so that they can keep coming. And also, if a person commits to be an accountable accountability partner, they need to know that it's a journey. Mm. They can't, it's, okay, it can't be a week or two or three or three, because I've seen people being really hurt mm. by someone who will say to you, look, and I'm going to be there for you. But, you know, they need be to be committed. You, it could be a week, it could be a month, it could mm. be a year. Mm. Are you prepared to do that? Because if you're not, Say no at the beginning. Mm. Very because good. Because I've seen, I've Very seen so important. many people hurt by that. Mm. Because they're trusting them, they're vulnerable, they walk, and then all they say, you know what, I mean, uh, you know, it, mm. it's too much, I'm out of here. Mm. And that person gets really, really hurt. Mm. Because it's, um, and they can slip back. For those mm. people to be committed to one another, right? Okay. Yeah, I always, yeah. Yes, yes. So I think that was, we had quite a lot to say now about accountability partners and sponsors. And listeners, if you have questions, you're welcome to write to us. Um, Thank you so much. It's been invaluable to listen to you, Glynis. We can hear we have so much practical experience. Thank you so much. Um, And listeners, we invite you to tune in again next week and also to the previous one if you've missed that one. It's been wonderful to, um, to journey with you. Please continue to send your comments and remarks and questions to frederiksuki at kpulpit.co.za. Till next time, goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.